Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. But we got to go to the North Olmstead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram hotline to talk to Jeff Lloyd of the Locked On Browns podcast. How you doing, Jeff? We are good, guys. How we doing today? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. Like, you know, you, you're in that tri-state area. Um, I always like to get the temperature in the tri-state area because, you know, it's sometimes here – in the Midwest, we're a little conservative. You know, we don't like to rock the boat. Even if we got an opportunity to get somebody of note, sometimes we're a little conservative. Um, how would you, How would you? I guess, compare that to where you're at, the New York, New Jersey area? How are they when it comes to making moves? Because you guys got the big, big purse strings. Do you guys just say, do you guys expect to get every move or just pay the money? Or how is it um, that you view big trades? It's, it gets, I think it's gotten a little, you know, nauseating at times, especially I would say if you're going to point a finger at a specific team, it would maybe be the New York Yankees. Um, just, you know, I mean, the abundance of just knowing somebody who's going to hit free agency and, you know, the Jason Giambis of the world, the Alex Rodriguez of the world, that these guys were just going to inevitably end up a New York Yankee. Um, it, it, it kind of ruins sports a little bit sometimes, I think. Um, and then the other thing is, is with it is, is what does it usually really do? I mean, team balance is so critical. Um, you know, we've learned so many times that just putting a bunch of great ball players to get, together doesn't necessarily in, equate a great team, yep. so to speak. So it's just, you know, I mean, it's chasing headliners. And, you know, at the end of the day, it is a business. And, and you know, big names sell regardless of you know, wh- how much success one team may have. Um, but it's certainly, you know, definitely different and me being a Mets fan I've seen it firsthand from their perspective as opposed to the Yankees um it's just you know I mean part of why we love sports is you usually fall in love with a team when it's just going out there and picking up the best available players because you can write a check that nobody else can kind of you know takes the fun I would say certainly out of it and I think that's what makes the Browns fun right um is because you know the Browns are they have a lot of things removed from themselves right you know, first of all, it's a salary cap in the NFL, so that, you know, works for everybody's to everybody's advantage or disadvantage, whatever you think it may be. But also, the Cleveland Browns have not been traditional players in free agency. They've not really done much as, as far as being aggressive in their draft capital. So when, when the Browns go out and make a move for Odell Beckham Jr. or the Browns go out and get make a move for Deshaun Watson, it's kind of like, wow, you're just energized because you always see other big market teams doing that sort of kind of thing. But I do think that it kind of makes people uncomfortable because it does bring a level of scrutiny and a, and a level of a, a spotlight to what is traditionally a nice, cozy place to kind of, you know, do your thing and, and, and nobody will bother you in Cleveland. I think the thing that you like most about the Cleveland Browns is you know, the leaders of this team, the core of this team, They've been here the entire time, whether you're talking about players like, you know, Miles Garrett, Denzel Ward, Nick Chubb, Joel Batonio. These guys were, you know, these guys came here. 
Um, these guys were part of the reason this team went from a laughing stock to a team that eventually went to the playoffs, won a road playoff game, changed the absolute perception and culture of this franchise, and are now here long term. Didn't have to be. You know, they had the time. They certainly had the option to go free agency route, get themselves you know somewhere else. Um, but they didn't. And, you know, that's for me definitely one of the top reasons that this team is so likable is, you know, the amount of young, good players they put together and them showing the understanding that they do anything they can, that if you do what is asked of you as far as being a Cleveland Brown, especially with an analytic front office, when you look at a player specifically like Nick Chubb, where maybe paying for a running back doesn't necessarily fit the scope or the lens of how you want to build a roster. But when Nick Chubb is not only one of your best players, but he's the guy you point the finger at to any other player that walks into the building and says, this is how you carry yourself. If you play for this franchise, if you represent this city, this is what we expect Um, in rewarding a player like Nick for doing just so. I think that's, it, it goes certainly a long long way as far as you know building a sustainable locker room building a product that can last uh you know jeff you kind of got right to where i wanted to go and i was kind of sitting there (laughs) thinking about how how this season is going to play out and obviously we know what it is the first uh, 11 games of the year with jacoby Brissett. but you know for me i i think this is an opportunity for i know nick chubb is a is a, a a name brand back in this league right but I just don't think that even as he has been um, one of the better players or probably could arguably be the best person on the Cleveland Browns while he's been here, most consistent, um, you know, great locker room guy, I don't think people have seen him at a, at a position where he is the feature focal point of an offense, right? Um, I think this year he could have his best year as a pro if he's able to stay healthy and if Kevin Skafanski – um, leans heavily on the run game. I think this is a year that he can have a, a, a year where he you can look up and Nick Chubb can have 14, 1,500 yards. Um, is that something that you, you, you could uh, possibly foresee um, given what our offense is going to look like the first few games? I think the thing with Nick is these numbers are certainly numbers that I think we all think he can achieve. If you go back to 2019, his numbers were off the charts. Um, 2020, 2021, you miss time. Obviously, your stats are going to suffer. I mean, when you know, and I think this is, you know, people will, you know want to have this Derrick Henry alone is the best running back in the NFL. Well, if Nick Chubb, who averages more yards per carry, was given an extra hundred carries per year, similar to, um, obviously, certainly what you know Derrick Henry gets, what would he do with an extra? Hundred carries. Um, that would just be an insane amount of yardage. I think people just truly don't understand the capabilities within Nick Chubb. And now that he's extended, he's onto his second contract. So you know, there's no worries about you know Nick being satisfied monetarily. Um, I think that's probably going to be a, a pretty focal point of how this goes early. Um, you know, I don't think anybody expects Jacoby Brissett to just come out here and, you know, start completing balls at a rate of 70%. Um, you have a lot of this passing game that's just kind of unfamiliar with each other with a new wide receiver and Amari Cooper. Donovan Peoples-Jones, of course, doesn't know Jacoby. Anthony Schwartz still trying to get his feet wet. David Bell just waiting for everything to slow down as, you know, he here he is a rookie and missed time over the summer. There's a lot of newness to this Browns offense. But there is one consistent factor, and there is one thing that you can basically, you know, pin your hat on 
And you know it is Nick Chubb. You know what Nick Chubb is capable of. Yes, there are other running backs in the room, but I think we all kind of feel over the last few years in the back of our minds, and I'm sure we've all said it out loud, is, you know, what if you found a way to get Nick Chubb four or five more touches per game? If he is your best player, um, then I would think featuring him at a higher you know, a higher amount of reps, a higher amount of touches would certainly be the case. And the Knicks always been a guy where it was like 16 to 20. Um, and I know it's very rare that running backs get 25 carries plus, you know, in any game nowadays in the NFL. There's very few running backs that get that number. But if that's going to be the thing that's going to help you shorten games, keep you in games, give you the best possibility to win games, it'd be foolish not to go to it. Talking to Jeff Lloyd on the North Oster Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline of the Locked On Browns podcast. Let me um, give you, this is a kind of a, a, a little bit of a weird one. When you look at the sidekicks, I, you know, I affectionately call them sidekicks because <laughs> technically these guys probably on other teams will be the number one guy. But I look at Miles Garrett and his running mate, Jadavian Clowney, and I look at Dick Chubb and his running mate, Kareem Hunt. Out of the running mates, the sidekicks, the second guys in charge, which guy is more important for the Cleveland Browns' success in 2022? Would that be Jadavian Clowney or Kareem Hunt? I think this one, it's a little bit of a lopsided question because in, in order to do this, you would have to say who's behind whom. Um, you know, Kareem Hunt, obviously, Dearness Johnson, um, and Jerome Ford showed promise. Um, and then if you go after Miles Garrett, I think it's a bigger step down to guys like, I mean, uh, Jadavian Clowney, it's a bigger step down to guys like Chase Winovich and, of course, the rookies and Alex Wright and Isaiah Thomas. Who I think will have impact, but it's not fair to necessarily say they're ready to go. But what we've seen with Miles Garrett and what the Browns have always tried to do as far as pairing somebody with Miles Garrett is to go with somebody who is um, also a, a solid assignment player. You know, whether it was Olivier Vernon and now with my uh, with Jadavian Clowney, I think this is one thing that confuses people. You know, and maybe at times they've been disappointed with sack numbers. But you have this freak in Miles, and we had talked about this yesterday, Garrett. There's times with Miles where, you know what, if you didn't grade out on the play, you understand because there is maybe a handful of athletes in the NFL that can just do certain things at certain times that leave people absolutely jaw-dropped. And you want to know what? If it's a chance where Miles Garrett can break his assignment because he thinks by going inside of the tackle as opposed to going outside of the tackle, which is truly his assignment, he can blow up a play for a four- to five-yard loss or you know knock a ball out of running back's hands or blow up a jet sweep. You allow this player to do this because it's just that special trait that not everybody has. Jadavian Clowney still forever is one of the more, in my opinion, under undervalued players as far as the other aspects of his game. He's really smart about getting his hands up if he's not getting to the quarterback. He's really, really solid as a run defender. He closes well, doesn't miss very many tackles, um, certainly has that first step that allows the ability to blow up plays. Um, so th to truly get the greatest aspect of Miles Garrett, you certainly want a solid running mate for him. And for him and Jadavian Clowney, it's, they are two of the upper tier as far as athletic defensive line edge rushers in this league. And there's conversations those two can have that Chase Winovich can be in the room, Alex Wright can be in the room, Isaiah Thomas can be in the room, and they can give all these tips. 
And they're just not generational freak athletes like the, either one of those two. So it's like, hey, that's a great tip. But, uh, you know, there ain't nothing I can do with that. That would be like me, Garrett, asking you how you get things off the shelf when you're six foot five and I'm five foot 11. You know, you only got so much to work with. And I think that's the special aspect of Garrett and Clowney is not only are they solid football players, they are just absolute freak athletes that can do things that most others cannot. Jeff, man, really appreciate you dropping by, man. Tell everybody where they can see your work and what you got coming up next. Uh, obviously, you know, look, uh, it's going to be a big week rolling out here. Uh, you know, going into week one as Browns slated to face the Carolina Panthers. Uh, Garrett and I got a lot of fun line, uh, episodes lined up this week, just trying to get as many people in here to voice their thoughts and opinions. Um, you know, as Browns embark on 2022, um, I know a lot of fans are maybe down about the team. I, 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 why? Why be down about the team now? We, we essentially haven't seen this product yet. So, uh, you know, there's no reason to judge the meal before it's baked, so to speak. Um, but Locked On Browns, uh, wherever you get your podcasts, make sure you follow and subscribe. Of course, now on YouTube, subscribe to the channel. Have those notifications on so as soon as the content drops, it's there for you guys to digest. Um, just really, really looking forward to it. Um, certainly a new era is about, uh, is upon us with the Cleveland Browns. And I'm just telling everybody, you know, this roster is made up of 52 other great individuals. Let's not base it on the one individual who's not going to be a part of it for the first 11 games because this roster was solid before he got to town. And I think this roster is going to show that in these first 11 games. Couldn't have said it better, Jeff. Talk to you soon. You got it, Garrett. Take all, care. Pal. All right. 